You're listening to Give Zero, where everything matters but your feelings. Howdy ho, friends and neighbors. It's your buddy, JB. Hope you guys are doing good. Here today again with Brother Luke Mann. We're going to talk about some stuff. Here we go. Now your host who gives absolutely zero fucks, Joey Bruno. We are uh, back again with you this weekend because I know you missed us. And to make full-grown people cry is just not my goal in life. How are you guys doing? Your buddy JB here. Luke Man here on the side. He's he's in the sidecar over there screaming and hollering every time I hit a pothole. Uh, say hello, Brother Luke. Hello, you guys. Look What's at, going on? Look at him with conversation over there. He's, yeah. he's what you, what's known as a broadcast professional. He's a professional. Yeah. And I'm already knee-deep into the coffee. I found us another box of that really good Javalia coffee. So we're Well, that stuff's good. It is good, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, it tastes like coffee should taste. So aside from my usual Walmart, probably made in fucking China blend, uh, <laughs> there we have it. Do so, they, do they grow coffee in China? Uh, if they can get enough slave labor to pick it, yeah, they sure they grow anything you want over there. They only pick the red ones. They only pick the red ones. Yes, they do. I'm just going to shut my microphone off right now because you just look. Look, take the show, and there he is. So, because he's always stealing my thunder, which is fine. You know, like, I don't own this thing. It's just. I pay the bills on it. It's all I do. Kind of like being married. Um, I know where you're going, Bruno. <laughs> do, you, do you really? Yeah. yeah. Is to hell I, I see an answer? It com- I see it coming. Do you? Yeah. Okay. He's not going to clue me anyway. So let's do rituals and get this lumbering ox up in the air. First of all, thank you for listening to our third-rate podcast. This, And we're going to flip things backwards today. I'm going to tell you where to find us first. This third-rate podcast is brought to you by everyone that is desperate for, obviously, some sort of content because... They carry this crap. So, anyway, you can find us on, my big breath, please, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Amazon Music, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Uh, with the TuneIn app, you can get us on Alexa, Podcast Addict, Cast, uh, Castro, CastBox, Podchaser, Podcast, Pocket Cast, excuse me, Deezer. Don't do your Deezer joke like you did last time. He These are her nuts. These are her nuts. He did this talking about the trans queers out there. Uh, listen notes, player FM, podcast index, and pod friend. Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen. We are on eighteen platforms. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. A redneck with a microphone in his kitchen, and here we are. Boy, that's dangerous. It is. It's also a testament to all of you and a challenge to all of you out there for the love of Pete. Get off your thumbs and say what's on your mind out there. Please. The libtards who've got all the microphones they want. You can do this with your cell phone. Get a cell phone, plug your headphones in with a mic, and start talking. Believe me, I am a perfect example. It ain't got to be pretty. It ain't got to be. It's got an intro song I lifted from the internet where they do free music, and I conned a girl to come in here and do the voiceover for it. Uh, you'd be surprised what a bag of peanut M&Ms and a cold beer will do for you. 
Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> the, the van has windows, so y'all relax. So <laughs> anyway, there's that. So let's do our rituals real quick. You always know what to do because I love it when we spend our time together. So jump yourself up here on the big old comfy Give Zero couch. Get your beverage of choice. Mine, of course, is black coffee, but you do you. If it's beer, wine, bourbon, vodka, just your Zima, your White Claw, your, your whatever, Grab it up there, and as I tell our friends who like to partake in other things, if you want to roll you up something something special and go out on the back porch and ride that little thing up while we're doing this, hey, we're portable. Take us with you. So here we go on the count of three. You know when to do it. You know what to say when we're done. Here we go. One, two, three. Let's go. Go. Good stuff. Mm, Good stuff. Good stuff. So, Luke, have you been well, my friend? I've been better than I deserve. Well, that means you're doing good because you deserve all there is. So there's that. So because I've always got hope and love for you, my friend. So uh, as usual, we're always having our great talks on the front porch before we get out here. And so all the good crap happened out there, and y'all missed it. So uh, thanks for listening, and goodbye. So don't get um, a, a big week here at uh, Give Zero HQ for uh, myself and also for Luke. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, cause I want to, and we'll, we won't spend a bunch of time on it cause we're not grifting. Um, but we are proud of it and, and, and we're proud of it because it involves you and, and I'm proud of you guys. And we owe a debt of thanks to you guys, but that debt comes right back to you because it helps all of us again, having a voice out there, but we'll leave that little surprise for a little bit later. So, but in the news, there's a lot going on and we can talk a little bit about that. If you want to talk about politics and some fun things, I don't really want to do politics too much cause screw them. Yeah, screw them. But, and that's right. But historically, and I'm going to turn the mics over to Brother Man Luke because he's got the 411 on this and the 911 and the EIEIO on this. So as I always do to prove that I'm a jerk, I'm going to say a Don't subject, it. throw it in his lap, and he's Don't on. Don't do it. I'm going to cut my mic off. Hey, Luke, how about the Georgia Guidestones? Go. <laughs> my mic's off. I hate you, dude. I hate you. <laughs> Georgia Guidestones. What about the Georgia Guidestones? Let's see that uh, they were blew up. At, when, when was that? Tuesday. Tuesday or Wednesday? Yeah, that was Tuesday. I think, right? Everything happened early on in the week. Yeah, it sure did. So obviously, we have uh, someone who is on to the whole Georgia Guidestones thing. You know, all the, the message against humanity that it had written. On all the pieces of granite slabs, the nineteen foot tall pieces of granite slabs, that was probably funded by Ted Turner, I guess. I would say, R.C. R.C. Christian is what the the person who uh, the name who, who funded it. <clears throat> but sound R.C. Christian sort of sounds like Rosa Christian, don't it? Rosa Christian. But oh my God, it does, don't it? A little bit. I never thought about that. It's funny how they hide shit in plain sight. Yeah. They they like, always like do, they, oh, they love that. Yeah. So, I don't know if everybody has seen the Georgia Guidestones. I see a lot of people on um, doing news videos where, you know, where the reporter would go up and ask the person, did you hear about the Georgia Guidestones getting destroyed? I've heard uh, quite a few different opinions on that. Some people will say, oh, it was good for the economy. People came around and looked at it and spent money in our gas stations and what, oh, and other people said, 
Oh, it was, it's a local monument. It's a monument. It's a, yes, it is. It's a monument. Which is why there's no gate out there where you pay toll to go look at it. It's a crap hole on the side of the road. A monument, though. Yeah, it's a monument. Yeah. Why would you have a monument, an anti-human monument, anywhere? And that, Why would humans come and look at it and say, oh, I'm sad that it's gone? That's the point. So this thing is... Uh, for those of you that are uninitiated, and if you're not, you need to be. Of course, I'd say go look at it, but it gone. <laughs> he gone. He gone. It ain't yeah. dead no more. Do you have the? Do you have what was written on there oh, in yeah. front of you? Oh, you got all yeah. that. Okay, yeah. okay. Got, I'll, I'll let you share that there, buddy, because uh, you're on a good roll. Uh, it, it, y'all, if you've ever said this was the this was the um, uh, the redneck um, uh, monument. Say redneck in Georgia because we live in Bama. What can we say? But you know, um, this is like we have little redneck druids dancing around this yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, they called it America Stonehenge for some reason. Yeah, uh, reportedly it was a uh, astronomical calendar as well. Hmm. I, I don't know about any astronomical alignments, which it wouldn't surprise me that it, that it would have. But that's not the main message of these things, you know. Upon these Georgia Guidestones is uh, Ten Commandments. Does that sound familiar? Ten Commandments? Yeah. They, they snatched that right from the I stand the corrected. You know, earlier you said it was ten, and yeah. I'm like, that's not ten. I thought it was more than that, but no. you're right. I just counted them. It's, it's, it's a, a bunch of different languages. It's ten. Yeah, it was like four or five or six or no, eight it's, languages. It's a lot. It's a lot. I see yeah. there was... Um, Four stones and eight sides, so I would say that'd be eight languages. It'd be eight, yeah. Uh, so, I'm looking. I thought we might delve into what some of these new Ten Commandments, the the liberal world order commandments. I thought we'd delve into some of those and read them to you and kind of unpack a, a few of them. Luke, please share with us the wisdom that is this beautiful monument. The the wisdom of the liberal world order. Lay it on us. Let's go. This is a start from top. Can we go do like Casey Kasem and count them down? Number 10. Number one. <laughs> no. You want to go from 10 to one? Or go? Yeah, man. Let's just go straight down it. Because I don't think these are uh, listed in you know order of importance. Well, I think they are listed in order of importance. But uh, I don't really think it any need in dragging this out any further. So the first one. Number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Okay, in order to maintain something, it has to already be at that state, doesn't it? Yeah, you can't maintain 500 million when there's only 100 million. Or, or when there's 7 billion, you can't maintain 500 million. No, you, no not if you're going to maintain. There has to be 500 million. To maintain that number. To maintain that number. On that bubble. Right. So these guidestones automatically accepts that there will be only 500 million people on this earth at one time. That's number one. And how do do we get to 500 million? Tell us, Luke. I don't know. Well, it seems like about 6 billion, 500 million people have to die. Or leave somewhere. I was gonna say they're gonna go somewhere. I was gonna say a word that starts with a V and ends with an axe, but I'll stop. <laughs> well, that seems like a good start, doesn't it? It's a good start. Uh, number two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and 
diversity. Well, there's that. Uh, who's reproduction? Are we talking about farm animals? Are we talking about cows? Oh, we're talking about people. As long as we keep it in perpetual balance with nature. That sounds a lot like eugenics to me. Guide reproduction. Yeah, from the guide stones. Got it. Guide reproduction. Mm -hmm. That means you have to, somebody has to be in charge who makes babies. That is eugenics. That is eugenics. 101. Yeah. Okay. Number three. Unite humanity with a new living language. This is the one that got me. Out of all of them. This is the one. This is the one that gets me. Because. Don't want to get all biblical. But there's a reason why the good Lord split up languages. Tower of Babel. So when you get everybody unified on one thing. This is because, and don't, again, I don't want to delve off too far in this, but I'm gonna because I can. So, whenever you're satanic in your thinking, that's when you get people, slave or otherwise, to bow to a master and get them to go do and go forth and destroy to make things do. There, and this is something that you and I talked about the other day, you know. Um, Evil doesn't have hands and feet. So poignant what you said the other day. I wish you'd re- repeat that. Or maybe I should repeat it. Yeah, maybe, you, maybe you can. Um, then we can circle around to that. Or if you think it should be inserted here now, uh, we can pull it up. But, um, you know, always remember that. That's a powerful little thing. And, and again, it's one of those things I didn't, you know, I didn't really come out of my mouth directly. I just kind of just went with the flow and put it there. Let me read this this text that. Pre- you sent me a preamble. Day. This that it was an accident uh, that I wrote this. I don't think I'm intelligent. <laughs> oh, wherever it came from, you know, whether you, whoever you, you read it from or wherever it was downloaded to your brain or whatever, we was talking about the whole vax thing and how how much insanity in the world is going on. <clears throat> and I just mentioned casually mentioned that it was the whole transhuman agenda playing out before our very eyes, and and you come back with something very poignant. And I, you know this this right here has to be has to be understood in order for us to wrap our brain around what's ha- what's really happening what the whole agenda is where is all this going and here's what you said about the the transhuman agenda you said that force that tra- transhuman agenda force it can't create which it can't it's never had that power this is why it manipulates deceives Injects itself via possessions, etc. It is overcome with hate and envy. Hence, it derives satisfaction in destroying the body and minds of the ultimate creation. That is that is so poignant, Bruno. That's, that's a perfect, perfect way you, you phrase that because that is what's going on. We are in a battle between good and evil. You will have to choose your side. You should do it now, you know, but. Um, well, there's a cutoff point, I promise you. There's a cutoff point. And I don't want to. We're not preaching. No, no. Ne- no we never do that. We, we never, never, we're never always, to you. We, even in private, we're always having discussion. Uh, and it's awful kind of you to try to tip a hat toward me in that statement, but it really goes back to our week of revelations that you and I have had. We've had a lot of things that just kind of fell in our lap this week. 
And ironically, that's part of it. Uh, and it goes back to um, those statements right there in that the reason I said, weirdly enough, opening this up about, you know, find your voice, start talking. Because you've, you've got to get good people on board and close together with each other in a unified message, not necessarily a language, but a message because the the evil that's out there can't withstand that. That's right. It's so full of envy and hate, and it can't stand the goodness within you. That's why it's such a challenge with all this bad shit that goes on is to try to keep thinking positive and moving forward and find answers and do things and have that voice and all this other kind of stuff. Um, that's why it's so important for people – to gather, to congregate, to get together and share ideas in a way that can't be censored. Yeah, as a matter of fact, as I'm, y'all can't see this, but I'm because we're on uh, audio only. I'm waving my cell phone. This little device right here is designed to keep you separated. Absolutely, they call it a communications device, but honest to God, it's so again masturbatory in its thinking that you're just in your own little bubble with your own little apps and your own little places you want to touch in there. And we all, even us, even you and I, have to be very careful. That's the reason why I still float around on Twitter and not all the conservative sites, even though I'm conservative, is I don't want to get in an echo chamber. I don't want it where mm-hmm. the, I'm totally in agreement with myself because hell, who the hell's not right, right when you're that way. And so you can be a thousand percent wrong. And we talked about convictions before. You're fully convicted in your thinking, wrong as it may be, because mm-hmm. no one is there to challenge you because you don't have enough voices or ears around you to go, now, wait a minute, or there's not enough bravery in you mm-hmm. to speak up against something. And it hasn't got to be swinging a stick either. You just, because, again, that kind of coming out of your mouth from your head from a place that God knows where that came from. Well, there's probably the answer. But we all have our moments of clarity. Right. And that's what you're going to have. And clarity is a muscle, and it's like anything else, it's like knowledge or IQ or whatever else. The more you work it, the more you use it, the more you challenge it. Because it's like working out. You know, you can exercise all you want to and, and curl 25 pounds. There's not many weaklings can't curl 25 pounds. Mm-hmm. But until you put 50 on there, 100, 125, 150, and work yourself mm-hmm. against what you can already do, mm-hmm. you're not going to grow. You're not, you're not building anything. Exactly right. And I think that's where we are in so many things. And even in our, I didn't mean to get off the Georgia Guidestone. Well, let's, let's go plays right but, into it. But I think that as you finish reading these, if you want to or whatever, you'll see how this stuff right here is glaringly like you open with that they just go and here's the side of the road attraction and never absorb the shows you were talking about on, on Netflix and, of course, the media that you're paying for. Mm-hmm. You know, let me download this thing because it's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're in that echo, you're going to keep staying on a diet of all this evil and rotten wrong because it's that's what you've developed. That's your comfort. Yes. You know, yes. you're you're and, and as bad as I it's like coffee. God knows I drink way too much coffee. I, you know, I'm going to blow my heart up one of these days. But it's my go-to comfort when I'm having that's a bad your, day. I want, you know, it could be a beer, it could be scotch or something. But I go for my coffee. That's your liberty to do that. It's my liberty to do that. But I have to also do everything with meter. I've got to, and that's a great word. And you know, I've got to remind myself every so often because I've got a migraine doctor and a heart doctor, and they both remind me, dude, when you load up on this, mm-hmm. your crap starts tearing up, and the problem is you, right? And so I have to remind myself, you know what? This is not bad enough for a cup of coffee. And I start building up a resistance to whatever that is. Mm-hmm. I build that muscle. Mm-hmm. 
And so um, that's a that's a great segue into this into the next um, commandment. All right, we'll go for it. Let's do it. Rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Two sided coin. Oh yes. Because there's the version we just covered. Yes. There's the other version that where you're back in your comfort zone. Censorship. Right. There's there's rule passion. R- the first word rule rule rule. That that's, that's don't require any debate. You know that's a decision made by one person, a ruler. Rulers rule. You know democracies do not rule. Uh, representative governments do not rule. These are rulers. These are monarchs. These are kings. So who's making this rule? Who's ruling? There's thing? also this. So and and see that's why I love having you come out here and why I love these conversations we've had for twenty years because. The word rule is a lot of gravity in that, and I would just glazed right past it because I'm looking at the other potatoes out here. Do you think these people just threw up a bunch of words willy-nilly? No, these, these were well thought out. These were, I mean, They spent a lot of money on this back in the day. There's a lot of money in these stones, yep. and there's a lot of words, different languages. Yep. You know, So um, every word in, in these commandments are hand-picked and was scrutinized, you can bet, to mean exactly what they mean. Rule, passion, faith, that's religion, tradition, and all things with tempered reasons. Faith is also besides religion, because I want to dig into these three words real quick, and I don't want to slow you down your tempo on this, but this is important, because it's weird how, again, our week of revelations, here we are speaking about it, and the next one up, there it is, Mm -hmm. and believe me, we plan nothing on this show, nothing. Mm -hmm. Because um, that's why we wouldn't be a third rate podcast if we did no, that. No. We're gonna keep that. We're gonna keep that record going. It's strong. Um, the very other end, on the far end, the opposite of your rule, and I think this is important: tempered reason. Mm-hmm. So, when you have your passion, which is the things that drive you to do what you do, those are passions. Faith can be religion. It can be faith or a belief in anything. That can be. Yeah. Okay. But well, I think religion would fall religion under the category certainly of Because this thing kind of hovers around religion right. here and there. Uh, and then tradition. So what I want to get through this and what I want this to come out, and I'll use tradition. Okay. In the modern world, the um, we change our traditions. Sure. In this modern world. Sure. And, um, so, and again, my arms wrapped around my gay buddies out there when I say this, but I, I've had this conversation personally and privately with all of them. So I feel, I feel comfortable in having this come out of my mouth. Your tempered reason on the far end will tell you that, hey, it's just gay marriage. And if you don't go along with this, well, you're just a hater. And they say that the whole time they set people up going, you're going to be a pocket little group out there we've got you on radar we're going to pander to you we're going to pet on you and then when the time comes we've got your ass in a bag right yeah the most dangerous thing to them that's reason that's reason they want dumbasses like me and you your average dumbass white guy Mm -hmm. you know uh, a blue or white collar guy uh, is because you're just so homogenous it's really hard to put you in a category except for a hater yeah. They, they want to do that now because mm-hmm. you're not any of these other things they've pandered to so much. They've made it uh, made a deal over mm-hmm. um, um, that they can't use that air quote tempered reason on that group, mm-hmm. which is the largest group out there. You can still say what you want to 
and you can talk about women because there's more women than men, but honest to God, your your white boy male is just that one group that you just can't really say that they're anyone. You know, you, it, they're hard to steer because they're always on task. That's right. And so the only thing they've got is hate. So we knew early on that whenever they start calling us haters first, because I'm going to tell you, if you're LGB, if you're a lesbian, gay, or bi, but you don't buy into the QTREIEIO plus bullshit, like sleeping with kids or right. what, what the fuck ever, right. you know, or right. you like fucking lamps or, you right. know, whatever it is, and you're gay, because I've seen a lot of gay people go, no. Right. We're, you can't group us in that crap. We're not for that crap. Right. Well, y'all are now haters. Right. So, why, why does everybody have to be labeled? I mean, I, I've never understood that. Because whenever well, whenever you're a cocksucker and you're making a spreadsheet and you want to control people, you got to have a label. Yeah, I, I know so that. You know, so you know how to market to them and brand things. I, I got that, why it is now. But why do we have to call people? Why, why is that what we have to be known as? You know, I want to be known as a, a good person. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want, If I was Thank gay, you. I wouldn't want to be known as Luke the gay guy. I'd like to be known as Luke the good guy. Well, exactly. Or not Luke the evil guy. Yeah. Isn't it funny how these commandments only apply to a conservative view? They, they don't apply to liberals. If you think for one reason, for one second, that that these liberals out here are ruling their passion and all things with tempered reason, you know, getting out in the street and dousing yourself with blood. In front of the courthouse, is, does that sound like tempered reason no. to you? No. Screaming and yelling and stopping no. the interstates? Is no. That, is that tempered reason? No. But you also go to Passion and Faith, and you've got a bunch of white saviors out there marching for Black Lives Matter, yeah, when yeah. a penny of that ain't going to any, help right. any inner city kid get the hell out of there. That family who, who started uh, Black Lives Matter, I heard, I'm not sure, so... This is not 100% fact, but it was reported that, I can't remember the woman's name, but she now is one of the largest real estate moguls from all that money that was injected. Well, didn't she buy herself enough shit anyway? She could be any kind of mogul she wants to be. They raised a billion dollars for some stupid number. Or over over a billion dollars. What's next on the list, Um, Luke? Okay, number one, number five. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Boy, they missed that one, didn't they? Well, it depends on what your idea of justice is now, doesn't it? And it depends on what your idea of fair is. Thank See, you. All these subjective terms getting thrown out. You know, tempered reason, that's, a, that's a subjective. Subjective. Uh, t- what's reasonable for someone may not be reasonable for another person. Clearly, so. if you build the Georgia Guidestones, as long as you are in 1,000% simpatico thinking with that, oh, yeah. You're okay. Yeah, you think that this yeah, is all right. As long as you're on their side of that coin, you're okay. Think about it this way, though. The original commandments that we were given are unambiguous. Mm-hmm. There's there's no subjective words in there. It's all, you know, thou shall not, whatever. Yeah. But here we go. Uh, all right. I'm not really too worried about the fifth and protect people and nations with fair laws. I mean, that's uh, we can unpack that a little bit, but you know, I'm a, I agree with that. Well, uh, uh, nations though, don't forget you've got the Paris Climate Accord, you got you got the World Health Organization, you got other things too. But who's protecting the nations? Well, uh, you see, so there has to be someone above that nation to protect it. Well, that's why you need one person in charge of the world, and you need one language. Yes, yeah, 
Okay. So you're getting it. You're getting it, baby. Now here, here's a here's a good one. I like this one. Let all nations let all nations rule internally, <coughs> resolving external disputes in a world court. Please say the previous rule. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, that, that's a good one. That's that's the UN. So everything to be yeah. run by the UN. Yeah. And you know the beatings will continue till morale improves. So, you know, you just beat that group of nations up. And, of course, there's 100 and some odd nations with 500 million people they want to have in there. So you've only got, you know, 10, 15, 20 million people, 30 people, million people per the bigger nations to beat right. down until you get everybody to exactly act the shit right, take the shots and burn up all your, you know, quit using carbon and do what the hell I say. That's right. So it's easy. So you're so there now. Well, we're all getting there. Oh, yeah. Now, this is the only one I agree with 100%. On the Jack Guidestones. Whoever put this in there, I think they must have snuck it in. The laws and the officials one. Yeah. Yeah. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. I agree with that. Hey, that that could be the only one on the Guidestones, and that would be perfect for me. Now, I don't want to black helicopter this, but if you say that there should be a law against calling a parent a terrorist because they don't like the fact that some boy is raping their daughter in the girl's bathroom. Yeah. Um, and I'm an official, and I come out against that and want to pass that law, I could be you know, pretty useless. I could be deemed pretty damn useless by people that want to rule in the extreme. See, that, that it goes both ways, yep. you see. Yep. The knife cuts both mm-hmm. ways. It's, got, it's a double-edged sword. Yep. So what they can use against you, use for themselves, they can use against you. Yep. you know? here's, here's another kicker. Do this one, the next one. Oh, yeah. Uh, balance personal rights with social duties. Mm. Why do you need a gun? Huh. <laughs> yeah. You white hating son of a bitch. Why do you need a gun? Yeah. Why do you need a gun? You white hating son of a bitch. Yeah. Why do you need that? Why? Or for that matter. You black guy over there with a family looking out for shit, why the hell do you need a gun? Exactly. Or China guy or Mexican or whatever the hell ever else. Why? Because you got to balance your rights. With this, You have a social duty to stop kids in Chicago that's, being shot the hell up. That's the greater good. Mm-hmm. That's what that mm-hmm. commandment is. You you have to obey the greater good. That's where you have to go with this. Mm-hmm. And the greater good is determined by who? Whoever number one is. Well, <laughs> same person speaking that. All the people speaking the same language. That's, yeah. That's them. Well, it'll be done by nations with fair laws and just courts. Well, you know, it can so, go a lot further than, than um, liberties. You got... Personal rights, okay. You have to balance your personal rights. That means because yeah, you're going to have some. You're going to have some, but yeah. you're not going to have. You can go to the grocery store if there's food there. You can't have too many though, because no, 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 they throw things out that. of balance. Yeah. So we have to restrict some rights, right? Because you, you have to balance those rights. What a wonderful world it will be. What, what, what rights are those? Which ones? Because from this, it's any of them, any personal right, because it don't. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't say, say specify no. which personal right. No, but it'll be balanced with what's good for everybody. Do you have a personal right to live? 
Well, it, no, not if they only need 500 million people for you a sure, planet. You sure don't. I mean, you're not a productive member of society, and by that they mean that you'll bow on the knee and do what the hell they tell you to do. Under this commandment, you should, if they tell you you should kill yourself, you should do exactly that. It's your social duty. If it's a social social duty duty. to protect the planet, Mm -hmm. and you need to be gone, Mm -hmm. you need to maintain some balance. That would would help you, you know, if you killed yourself, that would help us maintain perpetual balance. It's your social duty. It's your social duty to off yourself. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. You know what? Or your children. You know what I would like to see? All these people. Oh, there's too many, especially Bill Gates. There's, there's too many people on the planet. We're going to have to do something about it. We've got to get one of these numbers down to zero. You know, what about you taking that first bold step, I was going to say. Bill, listen to me, Bill. Be the hero that you want to be. Be that person that everyone looks up to who said that man had such conviction in the population explosion. Believe in his truth so believe much. Believe in his truth so much that you take that pistol and you put it to your head, Bill, and pull that trigger. And then I would say, hey, that Bill Gates guy, he really believed in this so much that he he just checked on out of here. Look at he the, done his part. Look at the carbon he saved. Look at, uh, hey, as much as he flies around. Yeah. Yeah, he would. Yeah. Yeah. He'd do a big part in, in reducing the the carbon in the climate, but you know they're not going to do that. That's ro- rules for you, not not for me. Well, that's right? part of tempered reason. <laughs> that's their reason. <laughs> Again, there we go. Who wrote this stuff? That's what you got to think about. Yeah, who wrote this? Okay, um, prize. Okay, here's number nine. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Now I don't know. What any any of that means? Um, prize, truth, beauty, and love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Well, you know, you could say it's got the whole um, Buddhist feel, or the whole um, New Age feeling going on. You know, we we got to connect with the one source, and you know, meditate and get in your yoga stance and touch your fingers together and ooh with the one source and we're going to balance all that and whatever you know i don't i don't believe in all that garbage i totally withhold any comment on that statement only because i've got a thousand of them that popped in my head and they conflict and i don't want to talk when i'm conflicted well i, you know, I don't either uh but you know i know where this goes it that last part of that sentence seeking harmony with the infinite Okay, I know where the people that talk like that, they don't have your best, you know, they're not looking out for you. We'll just, we'll just put it that way. Well, that, that type of language, seeking harmony with the infinite, that's not, that's a, that's a whole, whole different rabbit hole. We probably don't need to go down. Yeah, right, right now. We'll, we'll hold on. Oh, here's the last one. Be not a cancer on earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. That's said twice for some reason at the end of that. Yeah, and you know, whenever I write stuff, if I double a line at the end of it, I'm trying to anchor it hard. Trying to anchor it, right? You know, in other words, that that say summation. Leave uh, room for nature. So, you know, that's the whole part of the uh, agenda. 2021 and agenda 30. 30. If if you 30's, look at 30 is a new one. They're wanting to move people into cities or 
certain zones and congregate those people because you can control people better if you get them close, packed into each get each other. Yep. Uh, and the whole cancer on the earth thing—that's that's the whole green new agenda. <laughs> the problem, the, yeah, the problem with this though, this whole thing right here though, and this is why, and, and I think this is the the order. It's the one that I've got them in as well on my prompt over here. So this is this closing statement. This is this that's, is this is your last thing before the judge and jury decides. It, just, it, it reiterates the right. first commandment, essentially. So, and ironically, it goes back circular, uh, cyclically up to the first one: maintain humanity under five hundred million in perpetual balance with nature. And then it says, "Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature." What does cancer do? Uh, it's, yeah, it, it, does gr- it grows. It grows. Right. And so here, so the growth of it, you're a cancer. Ironically, in the good book, it reminds you to be fruitful and multiply. It sure does. To man. increase everything that you have, and to and to and that's wealth, or whatever that might be. What you know, personal growth, whatever you want that to be. But it is that very thing. That was your charge from the good Lord is to make more and do more with this. I gave you every tool, everything you need to go out and do, and there you have it. I've already built nature for you, so there's room for you. Yeah. You know, so um, to me personally, this whole script here goes against the single commandment from the good Lord that says, I made you, I set you here, I set you aside. Go and do. These Ten Commandments are essentially... The antithesis of the original Ten Commandments. Uh, now, it does not say, thou shalt kill. No, no, you no, no, you're right. No, but it's, it's not it, a, is, it is embedded in there. I mean, how are you going to get humanity under 500 million people without killing someone? You can't, unless a meteorite shows up tomorrow, it ain't going to happen. And you aren't maintaining if a meteorite shows up. No, you're not no. maintaining so this automatically assumes that people have to die, right? In order to to get this to be in harmony with nature, right? Uh, and if people start just a little bit of effort, just a little bit of effort, a little bit of curiosity would do people well. It's easy to listen to other folks and say, "Hey, what they're saying there may hold some credence," but. All doubt will be removed if you just look, look for it yourself. It's, it's not hard. It's not hard to find. It, you got to get a. You got to get a. Uh, your head wrapped around how big this this program is to depopulate the planet. It is ongoing. It is wide open. They got the pedal down right here, fellas. Steering the car is not going to do us any good. We're going too fast. We got to stop this. Just, you know what I'm saying, Bruno? He approached the Elberton Grant. This is Robert C. Christian who commissioned this damn thing. R.C. Christian, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, and this is back uh, in 1980, and it's a, it's a pseudonym, a pseudonym for his name. It wasn't his real name. And he approached the Elberton Granite, Granite Finishing Company, claiming to present, air quote, a small group of loyal Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really yeah. American. And of course, using the moniker Christian. Okay, so you know there's a tongue-in-cheek right there. You think? You think. Oh, yeah. He wanted the landmark to function as a compass, a calendar, a clock, and I ironically insisted it must be capable of 
withstanding catastrophic events like 20 pounds of whatever it was. Whatever they blew up in a backpack, we think, or whatever. We could talk about that. Yeah, we can talk about that. We're pushing clock pretty hard here. But after being baffled by the construction plans, the Elberton Granite Granite Company believed the client to be a nut. You think? He wasn't a nut. They just couldn't believe what he was wanting to put on those things. So in a bid to discourage him, they quoted an astronomical cost that was much higher than any other project they had ever done. And Christensen bizarrely accepted the pricey deal and provided a scale model with his vision with 10 pages of specification. He also claimed to be acting on behalf of an anonymous group that had been planning this project for 20 years. Yes. So from around 1960, yeah. there it was. Yeah, that's, that's Ted Turner, dude. Yeah, whatever. That's Ted Turner. Uh, one thing I, I can tell you, uh, evil's got plenty of time. So they don't mind, you know, just letting it take. And that's how they can do it. They chip away, chip away, chip away, chip away, chip away. Slowly chip away, but surely. Slowly, and they creep in, and there it is. It's like bad ivy. Uh, and they did that very thing, um, and there we and there we have it. So we need to move either move on to our next topic or end here and come back. Call it. Well, well let's move on. That's fine, we'll unless on. you have to do something. No, but I'm just I'm watching clock. We're at 41 minutes. You want to talk about how you think they've done that? I don't know if I, I, what the investigations are, or um, it was blown to bits. It, I say blown to bits. It, well, it, I think it, it one, of one, one of the pillars out. One of yeah, I think one. Of, I think the, they said it by the English translation Mm -hmm. and destroyed that one but it made everything else unstable so they come in and tore it down they bulldozed it after the fact yeah there was supposed to be a time capsule under that i don't know if anybody's got to dig in or not i told mrs jb the other day that i would give anything anything if they could pull that time capsule out Mm -hmm. open it Mm -hmm. and somebody pull out a maga hat <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Of course, then they would say Trump designed all that crazy New World Order shit, and it would yeah. all be. If there know. is a time capsule, they'll, they'll it won't be reported on. No. Yeah, or you know, I would think that they would want to, but then again, you'd think a lot of stuff. But look at January six. So no, you know, they, what they, the hell no they wouldn't want to because there's no telling what's going to be in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the New World, the liberal World Order, that's the people who erected. The Georgia guys don't. Yeah, so no doubt. I can't imagine what they'd put in a time capsule. Maybe a maybe a baby so they could drink his blood fresh when it comes out. I don't know. Or a big canister full of anthrax that would kill kill, kill yeah. the world off. Yeah. You know, maybe that. Like that. Maybe that's the way to get it started. Or an atomic device of some sort. Who the hell knows? I mean, you can speculate at the cows. Right, they'll on, never you know? find it. But I, I think no. they, uh, um, what was it, like 4 o'clock in the morning when they blew it up? Something like Something. that. Something. It was overnight, and there was some video of it, and it shows a, a lone person kind of, you know, treadling over there and walk a walk a walk a walk, and then pretty soon they kind of disappear off screen, and then next thing you know, kaboom. Yeah. Or is it? It looked like two people to me. Was it two? I don't know. Okay. I, the video is kind of grainy. It's way but, grainy, but, but. And look at the videos that they put out, that they released. They're holding back. You know, those videos. Those cameras run twenty four seven. Yeah, so they're only showing us like what ten, twelve seconds of each. Yeah, but I mean, one. it may have only taken ten or twelve seconds. So to they're, do it. they're holding back some information. I mean, they if somebody placed an explosive device on that on the on the, on the guidestones, they got video of the people walking up there. 
you know i'm sure they do of course they do they, they got better video of it but my guess those people probably had masks on they'll probably never find out yeah done but you know like it's i mean but you know the, the the powers that be and the technology they have you'd be surprised they'll they'll go back and look at videos from days and days before anybody that walked that way used the same foot distance as they stepped and stuff like that yeah they'll try to i mean they can't figure out who planted the bombs on january 6th they can't you know for jack shit that magically doesn't work on that but you know uh it's like cell phone data when you're whenever you're tracking people that were at the january 6th thing well they got everybody's shit from that but you know if you're doing 2,000 mules well that that data don't work. No, that no, that, that no. process doesn't work for for counting ballots. It only works if you're not. you know Nancy only, Pelosi trying to start some bullshit. Yeah, it only works if you go to the Capitol for a demonstration. Okay. Then, then they can get your analytics. Oh yeah, they? all day, all day. Oh, long. And, and it means something, don't oh, it? Yes, because you know everybody there is a fucking American hating terrorist. Yeah. So, so I, I imagine I give a if anybody wants any Tannerite. I would probably go out and buy some right now. Yeah, because that's probably the vehicle they used to destroy that. Yeah, because that's right. Because you you pointed out a brilliant thing that they left and then it went off. Um, it went off and then they left. Oh, it went off. Sorry, it went off. Yeah. And is that what it was? Yeah, the the car leaving was after the explosion. Okay, yeah. So they had to you know triggered it there. Well, the, the, well, there's, there's two. There's two. Unless they just wanted to watch it. Uh, well, there's two ways they probably could have done this. Now, it could have been a remote detonated device with a short range for the transmitter yeah. in order. But, you know, that's that's a little more complicated to me. I don't see that happening. What probably happened was these cats got 10 or 20 pounds of tannerite and stuck it next to the pillar, backed off a few hundred yards and shot it with a deer rifle. And that's and why, or a rifle, and that's yeah. why the car left after the explosion. Yeah. That's a lot simpler way of doing it. You know, yeah. Can you light tannerite with a fuse and it burn and do it, or does that have to be con- uh, concussive? It, it, it won't. It won't blow up via, um, like a what? It, it can with a fire if it's compressed, but if you just pour it on the ground, no. Yeah. Yeah. It normally takes a shock, like a shock wave. Um, so I could I could put a firecracker in there and light it and pop it. Not a, I don't think a firecracker would do it. It okay. has to be a, a pretty big fire. Okay, so it takes something with some oomph to it. Yeah, to make I mean, it, do it, it takes. Because it's pretty stable, isn't it? Because oh, you very, can buy it and put it in your car and drive oh, home yeah, with it. Yeah. yeah, and it's a binary um, explosive. See, I don't know shit about explosives except they go boom. That's all I know. Tannerite, ammonium nitrate, and aluminum powder. Okay, um, that's what. Cousin the thermite. It is because thermite's what. Uh, um, um, this I know because you can make it with uh, uh, iron oxide. Iron oxide, which is and rust, and aluminum powder. Yeah, and you can grind up a bunch of rusty pin. Uh, Nails and mix yeah. it with you know the insides of an etch a sketch and make a damn bomb. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, uh, you make a uh, a thermal device. A yeah. Thermal. <laughs> is a, That's right because it doesn't explode. No, it it yeah. burns. It burns very very hot. Yeah, you can put it, pour it on top of a safe and light it, and melt the hole through the safe. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of that's hyped up, but it uh it it gets really hot, but it, it don't do as much as what people think it does. Choking on my coffee. Um, let's talk about the news that we had. Um. Tuesday, the surprise that you and I got because I'm, I mean we are almost in an hour. Oh uh, yeah, Mr. Michael Berry. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, some quick back history. So Luke and I uh, have a band that we started years ago, and we talked about it a little bit here and there. Uh, and the band sponsors the show. Um, 
the man is Project Hayseed, and you'll hear the whenever the show rolls, that's the opener. You know, check out Project Hayseed kind of thing. And so, um, if you're familiar with Michael Berry, you know he has a radio show. He's in Texas, nationwide, and everything. And um, he's a good old boy, and he's conservative value thinking. And you know, he's no doubt he's an American. I don't agree with him on everything, but he's an American guy. Um, and we can talk about the differences maybe another time. So we just get through this and just wind everything up. But so um, I had to show you the email. He actually emailed us. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't tell you about that. So cool. Um, so, but the email basically says, "Hey, Project Hayseed, how you doing?" And it says, "Good on you." Hmm. He says, "I'm going to play one of y'all songs at this time today." And so he did. And I've got an air check from what happened so i'm gonna play that first for you and it's a couple of minutes long um but i want you to hear his comments and then we'll come back to it real quick and then we'll wind up so this is worth waiting for this is pretty exciting stuff so hang on one second let's uh let's get this uh let's get this going for you so here we go back to the michael berry show on talk 1370 protest song from people who share your values listen carefully to the words and in just a moment i'll tell you about the background on this story you're gonna like it when i was younger had a handful of dreams castles in the sky exactly the way you do I don't know him it's called Project Hayseed you can find out more at projecthayseed.com a number of listeners have sent me links to this and said Michael give this a listen you might like it and when you go to their website projecthayseed.com it says about us it all started on a tractor and a love for America the liberal train wreck was running at its peak during the Obama administration. The, the economy tanking, bowing to foreign leaders, Obamacare, you didn't build that. Police departments being told they acted stupidly for doing their jobs and enough race and vote baiting to go around. Heaven help you if you stood for core American values. It was literally the destruction of America before our eyes. If you had a conservative voice or believed in the freedoms that built this great nation, you'd better watch your back. Joey Bruno, our founder, drummer, and producer, was full of disgust over this. A second-generation American, he was livid over what his country was becoming. A musician all his life, he took a pause one day while cutting a pasture on their family farm. He considered the hayfield he was in, wondering how all that grass came to be. Clearly, he thought, from a single seed of hay. And from there, it grew and grew. Why couldn't that be done with music? A band with songs away from the liberal-run music and entertainment industry. One as organic and real as the grass around him. 
with music to give voice to the millions who've been silenced by the strangling progressives, Project Hayseed was born. From there, along with his brother-in-law, Luke, multiple musicians from all walks of life were found and added to the project, each bringing their special talents to whatever style the song may dictate. Combined, it helped create multiple unique, delicate, powerful, soulful, and even whimsical songs that entertained while injecting a patriotic message. Is it top 40 material? A collection of pop, feel-good American anthems? No, not by any means. This is music for smart people who listen a little deeper than most. But this break away from the mainstream styles and the industry have been a hallmark of this unique band since day one. You'll love it. The song is called These Days. You can go to projecthayseed.com and hear it yourself. And if you like it, send them a buck or two or ten. See, if we're really going to bring about change, what I loved about this is I like the song. I like the rage. I like that it has some artistic merit. And I like that it's giving vent to an anger that is clear. Because I feel that anger coming back at me every day. Not me personally. I feel that anger that you have, that so many good people have, that manifests itself not always in anger. Sometimes it manifests itself in frustration. Sometimes in anxiety. Sometimes in hopelessness. I get very so frustrated. that was Michael Berry using one of our songs from the album these days and it's the title track it is the song these days uh using it uh as a as a um, not as a really so much as a bed but as a as a bumper and coming back in for one of his breaks uh and he goes on and, uh, and, and addresses his audience on the subject that he wanted to use um for a couple of good old boys in alabama who started a band not for profit, not for the, all the reasons, what notoriety or anything else, not for anything that you think that people would have a band for. To have one of those songs recognized by a public figure that's that big, played nationwide. Um, and, you know, the tip of the hat to us on that is just astronomical. And the reason why, and I'm sure Luke would back me up on this, the reason why that was so astronomically important is, you know, we started this band for all the right, all the right reasons, but then again, for not all the right reasons. And by that, I mean this. Most people have a band. Most people have a band because they want to do their music thing. Who doesn't? You know, musicians want to play. Uh, that's the reason we gather in each other's living rooms and bug the shit out of our wives. Uh, but to have their songs heard and done out there and for that, I don't want to say rock star notoriety, but you know, there's, there's an essence of that to it. A connection, trying to build a connection. Yeah, at some point you're building right. a connection with your music, but we didn't. So, but in our case, that would be the wrong reasons. Our right reasons is because Luke and I are both really convicted to loving the principles of what this country was founded on 
and we and as you heard Michael describe it there, and I call him Michael because well, you know, we're tight now. You know, we're we're me and old Mike. Oh, me and old, yeah, Mikey, my buddy Mike. Oh. Well, you know, I'll say Michael because people recognize that, right? You know. <laughs> the, the E is only the Mike E is only for his very close. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you got to be tight. You know, you got you got a song played on there for you're in that club. So, but um, <laughs> just by pure luck. And thank you, guys. Well, no. How this happened, though, was the very right reason why we did this. Because we used to say before Twitter killed us two years ago during the January 6th, we lost, we got pulled down on the 8th and uh, of January after all that horseshit happened and everything. It killed, Twitter just killed the account. We, we weren't huge. We had 12,000 or so followers. And they were very passionate for the same reasons and what we were passionate about. Again, those right reasons. And so for what it's worth, whether it had been one person, ten persons, fifty, a hundred, whatever, because he said a number of people, so we don't know what that number was. Uh, but enough that it got his ear, uh, a national broadcaster, and he went and looked at the website, obviously. He liked the story and he liked the background, which is all true. And and the main thing is, is they joined us. And by us, I mean Luke and I and you. Because what always made this band work, we used to say that we had the largest band in the world because we had 12,000-something people in our band. That's right, yeah. Because it was always family to us. You know, it wasn't about the money or anything else because God knows there's no any money. Um, but, you know, it was important because we were lost. We were abandoned. We were literally orphaned in our beliefs for and about America, true American values, not what they want you to purport it to be when you watch CNN and bullshit like that. You know, I would go ab- above that. I, w- I wouldn't just say American values. I would say hu- humanity, va- the values of humanity. B- because what this country was founded on is essentially human rights. The, one's ability to pursue whatever in life that you wish to pursue. That, to me, is a worldwide right, not not just a um, an American thing. Now, the United States was the first to attempt this. They codified ex- experiment. it. Experiment. The law says we're going to live to be free That's and right. do our life, liberty, and happiness. And for almost you know, 250 years, um, well, I wouldn't say that, probably 200. So when did this start? You know, it really ramped up after the Second World War. So I'd say about 200 years. We we've really done pretty good for about two hundred years. Yeah, we did, did fantastic. Almost, almost two hundred years, yeah, especially on the rebounds. You know, we were always a right. We were always a a second half team and always strong on the rebound. Right. You know? Right. So I, I, I can I consider it a uh, a human right, not just a an American right. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 because that's part of it. So. Heavens, and I'll, I'll concatenate all this because, you know, for time and everything else. And we'll talk more about this as time goes on, and you're going to see some changes come up. So this had been sitting out there, and, I, and I'm the world's guiltiest of this, more so than Luke or anybody else. And I won't say that I gave up hope. But, you know, we went and we did the album almost two years ago. And we were going to debut it and come out with it and roll out with it and kind of pick up, you know, where we had gone. We had just lost the Project Hayseed account. Just a couple of months prior, three months or so, when we lost it on Twitter, but we were still fresh enough that I had, you know, I'd gotten up off the canvas and shaken my my brain to get the Tweety Birds away from me. It's like, all right, we're going to roll, screw it, because Biden, screw it, here we go. You know, our people, we, 
us included, all need this message. Let's make this stuff happen. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And they pressed full pedal on COVID and everything else and continued shutting everything down. And it was just, you know, I won't say that I was lost in this or it was lost on me, but my original fire on this thing had, I mean, because we've been working on this for almost 10 years, a decade doing this. It's really hard once you get knocked down, you know, to immediately get back up and, and start getting after it again. I you know, It happens across the country almost every election cycle, you know, but this time I think it was a little different because of so much of what we lost. The realization that we can't have fair elections anymore. Yeah. You know, that, you know, and I, I was upset at when Obama was elected because I knew what he, I knew his agenda. I knew his ideology. And th- the same way when the, the, they stuck Biden in, you know, we know where all this is going. So it's really hard to to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You hear that term all the time. Yeah. But after this last 2020 election, you know, it's hard for some people to get back on the horse. It is. So since then, because it was crazy because my phone started blowing up, people were like, you didn't listen to Michael Berry. And I usually listen to Michael Berry anyway. But I was late at the office and everything, late getting in my car, and I was because like, I usually catch him on the drive home. Uh, and my phone starts blowing up, and it's every you know body you can think of. I mean, dozens of people. I mean, I'm having to drop calls, and I eventually called everybody back because they heard this, and it's like you know they're, they're playing one of y'all's songs, and I'm like, well, you know, you think they are? Uh, it's like no, no, no. They mention you and Luke by name. You need this is Michael Berry, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. And so, yeah, it panned out to be true. Now, I say all that to say this. Uh, Luke, and we stay in contact pretty well anyway, but, I mean, it was immediate contact. And I'm like, as soon as I confirm this, I'm going to let you know. Mm-hmm. So I finally got my ears on it and actually got to hear the replay of it. And it's like in our quarter of the replay, you just heard that. So, uh, Michael Berry, if you're out there, A, thanks for doing this a solid, brother. And, B, please don't sue me for replaying your show. And, uh, and C, I'm glad you came around, Michael. Yeah, that's right. Welcome to. <laughs> I'm glad we did something to help your your vision just a little bit. Help, right. you, help you see things that's going on. Welcome to the Hayseed family, brother. So, um, having said that, so Luke and I've been you know talking ever since then, um, and it was and where we go next, we're not just exactly sure, but I do want to talk about where we know we're not going because I think that's vital. So, when we first started this, one of the things that I was totally against was doing the um, Toby Keith angle or, you know, or God Bless the USA by Greenwood or whatever, because that's tr- it was truly written for you to buy records. The whole idea of using music is that we kind of suck at doing anything else. And so that kind of suck at music as well. Yeah, we kind of do, but the the you know it's not for lack of trying. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, having said that, and you know, and we talked about that too. You know, when we first started this years ago, you couldn't find a damn musician to help us out. Oh no! Oh no! No no! Oh no! Dude, you guys were walking in fire, and you oh, know, even we, if even if they believed what we were doing, we was radioactive. Oh, absolutely! I mean, we were acoustically radioactive, oh, and yeah. we had a couple of air quote friends that would help us out. But I swear to God, in reflection, they were there for the money. 
When did we first start talking about this? It was a, 10 or 11 years ago, Thanksgiving. Yeah, I thought so. You know, and probably didn't write the first song for it till about three or four years after that. And right. then from there, it was just a, a, a spin of being booked a, ca- a couple of places that wouldn't pay us anything. But, you know, basically we were doing a cover band thing and then inject a couple of songs we had written in there, which were always well received. Right. Yeah, and people were. were there because they, you know, they knew the band name, but mostly because you're singing, so they're going to co- your buddies going to come see you. They want to come out and see me do stupid drum stuff. And so your buddies tend to, you know, support you if you don't overplay. Right. You know, if you go out once a month or once every couple of months. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we did. But um getting back to the crux of this. So you know, the 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 two guys that made this happen the most, even though we do share a song credit, with someone that helped us write the first one, Bruce Bentley, you know, I, I'll say it because he's on there. The O.C. Can't You See That's my song. brother. Another yeah. one of my brothers. Good guy. Yeah, Bruce is a good guy. Good guy. Um, and a hell of a guitar player. Oh, my God. Oh, Lordy. It's stupid good. Ooh, he's the best in the state, <coughs> without a doubt. Uh, and especially to be as laid back as he is about it. Great, you know, and, he and a great guy. Yeah, he won't yeah. take an accolade for shit. No. So, you know, and I, so I appreciate people like that. You know, he just, I was having fun, buddy. Just mm-hmm. doing my thing. Um, so we've always been around good, caring people, you know, for the most part. But, you know, to to do a show, I could pay somebody to come join us, but I couldn't get somebody that would just join us because they believed in the music and the message. Right. Uh, and it wasn't just that, but it was the Project Meta, uh, Pro, Pro, Meta, Project Hayseed family of people that believed in the liberty and justice for all and, 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 and that kind of part of it worldwide. And so they just weren't there. You know, and once, of course, once Trump gets in there, they want to rock and roll. And it's like, you know, I remember when you didn't, so we're not going to now kind of thing. So it's basically always been Luke and I. And, and pretty much puts you behind the eight ball. But you can't do this sort of thing half cocked, you know. You can't do it half cocked, but you sure can't do it disingenuously. Oh, that's, yeah. That's and not because we were always true to that and true to the mm-hmm. people that, that, that wrote us and the true to the people that would buy a little mm-hmm. music or something or true to the people that just thank y'all for doing this mm-hmm. how many people do we have say that you oh, know uh, just countless un- unbelievable countless yeah and so having said that we what we know we're not going to do but first of all we're going to we're going to start pursuing this again so thank you michael berry for the kick in the pants um and the good lord makes things happen for reasons and that's there you know there's your sign as they say but what we're not going to do is and it's going to take some heavy lifting we're going to go and reestablish our true organic audience times 10 because we know you guys are out there. We're not grifting. We need, we have bills for the band like anything else, and we want to do additional music. And I promise you, believe it or not, it takes money to do that because we always, we, do, we didn't do it in our bedroom. We always went in the studio with professional musicians, professional gear. And I mean, uh, you know, places where big names have recorded. Okay, mm. it's the real deal because y'all deserve that product. If you buy a song or not, if you're just listening, this message is important enough. The American spirit is important enough that we don't need to pander to you in message and say, "God bless the USA with a boot in your ass." It's yeah. not that. Huh. Okay, you know, and because we're regular guys, and it needs to be music for regular people because y'all deserve that. And also to make you guys heroes, that if you turn somebody on to it, you're not that weirdo jerk for giving me this weird music to listen to because, oh, you're one of them. Yeah, they have to remember that you know this music that we're trying to do is not written 
with the idea of making money. No. This, none of this is about money. No. We both have jobs. We're not, neither one of us are rich. But you know, no, we're not knuckle dragging poor either. You yeah, know, I, I'm not worried about where my next meal comes from. Yeah, let's go that way. Uh, but it was this idea was never intended to make money. No, or, or to be famous over, or, it or to be famous over. No, it. No. none of that. No. This is about spreading a message. Yep, and and that's it. And the message that you're important, your children are important, their future is important. These core beliefs and values are vitally important. That kind of thing. So having said that, what we know we're not going to do is we're not grifting for money. We're never going to do that. Uh, we'll set a tip jar out there, and if you want to grab a song, grab a song. Just help yourself to it. And if you think it's worth a dollar, put a dollar in there. If you think it's worth $0.10, cents, put $0.10 cents in there. If you think it or the album's worth 20 bucks, 5 bucks, whatever. Even Michael Berry said it. Hey, if you like it, go over there and give them a dollar or two or ten or whatever. If you think it's worthless, just say so, and I'll reimburse you for your time. That's right. Absolutely. I will give you your zero back. Yeah. You know, so having said that, though, and the reason being is, is that we know, just like before, that the real people that are passionate about the importance of what the message is, the music's just a vehicle and it's not always the greatest vehicle. You know, we do our best. But the main thing is, is that that way we are a arm wrapped. It's like we started the show with. We are an armed wrapped around family that is making our voice heard. That if music and you find magic in that music that speaks for you in a way that you haven't had come out of your mouth yet, use it. You know, play it for your friends and neighbors or at your barbecue, what, whatever, you know, kind of thing. If we ever get it big enough where there's enough people that want to come out and we can pay the bill and the venue and the lights and the sound system and you want to show, we'll do one or two of those every so often, whatever, you know. But the main thing is, is that we need to stick together. This is how we do it. Michael Berry was kind enough to throw it out there in front of a bunch of people that had never heard of us before. A lot of you gravitated to that and said, oh, my God, where are you guys? Where have you all been? That's cool. And where we are and where we've been has probably been lax because I dropped the ball because I got burned out. I'll just say it. Uh, Not just you. Well, we've had the, you know, when you've had the shit bit out of you enough on something, it, it gets tiring. But you know what? I think this is where I need to renew my thinking. It's like you have to do with your praying every so often. That, you know, when you feel like your prayers aren't getting past the ceiling, you wonder why you even pray much anymore. And you can't do that with something that's as important, A, as prayer, but B, as important as this great nation, its great people, the people around the world that are part of this, whether you they ever come here, speak the language, ever get a chance to live here. Their hope for living their life without everything destroying it and meddling in it is vital. Mm. That is the, that's the very reason why your fanny was stuck here on this planet is to make a difference and to sometimes just enjoy the sunshine. And the difference, we're not talking about starting your own tech company or, or running for office. A difference Making a difference may be as simple as a smile to someone you meet walking down the street one day or letting someone in in a traffic light where they've been stuck, showing your kindness and and leading this message with with kindness, with the morality that you have. 
and it's very easy to get angry. I've, I'm angry all the time. I, I struggle with anger issues. I have my whole life. Uh, and it's very easy to get sucked into that that mindset. And once you enter it, I mean, there's almost no making any reason out of what what's happening. So greet your day, greet your neighbors with kindness and love and and a sense of of community and compassion. If we start thinking about things in in that light, we're going to need our communities. We're going to need our neighbors where we're going. We have to establish that connection with our neighbors again. We have to get off these phones so much. These phones have killed our social intelligence and pretty much all of um, anything that has to do with uh, social media has killed our social, uh, ironically, it's killed our social abilities. Interrupt you. That whole thing is a cancer. Like we were talking about with the Guidestones a while ago, everything that Luke just said is absolutely a thousand percent vital yeah. is a thousand percent vital but what I want that to be the end result of knowing the beginning of this because to many of y'all Project Hasty is a new thing you've never heard of it before I want you guys to know that you're not alone and once you get your head around this it's like an AA meeting you know knowing that there's others that have the same struggle that have given up God knows you're going to under this freaking administration and this new damn world democrat order Hmm. but there is a there's a message for you in music and a family of you and the fans and the band because you're part of that and you will be part of that band that you don't have to give up because we did. So don't say we haven't been there and done that. So we get it. Hell, there's a song right there. We get it. We get it. But the case in point is, is that from now on, we're going to stay with this. We're going to do this and grow up back to where it once was and beyond. And we're going to have momentum like you've never seen before. Despite the attacks. Well, they say, you know you're over the target when you see the flak. Yep. Come on, Flack. Come on, Flack. That's right. Embrace the suck. Embrace the suck. So my Give Zero family and friends and our Project Hayseed family and friends, as we together embrace the suck, just know the cavalry's over the hill. And by God, us and you, we are coming. You got it, baby. Fair enough. You got it. Luke, thank you for being part of our show again today. Love you, brother. I love you, man. Thank you so much for drinking my coffee. Mm, Y'all have a good... <laughs> so anyway, same bat time, same bat channel, we guess. Hell, we might just have a Give Zero. I mean, a, a Project AC podcast before it's all over with. Who knows? But in either case, just know that uh, you matter. And uh, I always say, good luck, America. Well, once we're all together. We're all going to wish America. I love you guys. I love everyone out there listening. Yeah. We, I, I believe it 100%. I'm 100% dear. And we Dead be, serious. And we believe in you guys. Yeah. So uh, let's do this thing. 
y'all have a great day for uh, Luke, Luke and uh, everybody here at Project. Uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm tired of trying to say what I was going to say. I've even run out of outro Give, music. For everyone listening to the Give Zero podcast, <laughs> have a nice day. And we'll see you next time. I wish I hadn't laughed all over the top of that like an idiot because that was excellent. Y'all take care. And uh, as always, good luck, America.